And good morning, Newburn, and welcome to City Talk with Lee and Sabrina. Oh, feels so good to be back on the air this week. I was gone last week, but I want to welcome everybody. You're listening to us live on 94.1. WNBU. WNBU. Yeah, and and you know, if you're driving right now, listening to us on the radio, and you're going to get to work, or you're someplace where you can get online, you can listen to us live streaming on talknewburn.net and then all of our previous shows have been archived there on talknewburn.net so if you missed one and want to catch up on the craziness of Lee and Sabrina you just go right there archived on our website and at the Library of Congress we're, yeah. a, national, <laughs> we're a national treasure for yeah we, I, I hear that Lee okay and you can like us on Facebook at Talk Newburn you can follow us on Twitter at Talk Newburn and the good news today is we're going to have such a great show you're going to want to get involved in the conversation so email us city talk at talk newburn or you can call us at 252-633-4243 because today we we're have cooking up, we're cooking up a good good we radio are cooking show. up a good show um we're gonna we're gonna he's gonna be on in a few minutes after our opening segment but we've got the citizen to the world from newburn who's Tom, that tommy moore tommy, and oh, i'm Tommy's here. so excited that he is on our show today but but lee let me talk about the past week first of all I want to send out my deepest condolences to the family of Elizabeth Bader, who died in the fire at the reserves this week. You know, it is under investigation. They don't know much, but, you know, anytime we lose a citizen here in the city of Newburn, it is tragic. And, uh, you know, I just want to send out my condolences to her family, and I'm, I'm sorry about that situation. I hope uh, our good people at the fire department and investigators will soon find out what the situation they feel like um she was asleep the fire started and and just could not wake up uh, but they're not do sure. they know what caused it yet they do not know so that is under investigation but moving on you know i was in connecticut last week doing the retire north carolina i was in a in a booth that's set up by the state of north carolina um in order to talk to retirees that are potentially wanting to relocate you know from from their homes from their home areas and let me tell you something. I got an eye-opening experience. I was there for two days. Um, and Saturday was my long day. I was there from 10 to 5. And I personally talked to about 200 people that day. And I was amazed. I would say 8 out of 10 people that walked by said, we want to relocate to North Carolina. Whether it was the mountains, the coast, you know, Pinehurst, wherever it was, they were interested in North Carolina. And even better news is, I'd say to them something about Newburn. We have a great retire Newburn guide. And they said, well, you know, I've heard of that. I've heard of Newburn. I, yes, I saw something about Newburn. And they, they had a either small on up to knew everything about Newburn knowledge. And I was really impressed. So that means, you know, we're getting our word out. People are discovering us. And it was amazing. So, so this is a convention where retired people go to. Right. to, to it's to called the Ideal Living Show, and Ideal Living is a magazine, and they put these shows on across, um, you know, I would say the Northeast area, everywhere from Virginia on up to Massachusetts. And what they do is people come in and register, and they're interested in retiring. They might retire in a year, in five years, but they're starting the process of trying to figure out where they want to go. How many other cities? How many other cities were up there? At well, the we had, you know, Georgia was represented. Or Florida if you're from Connecticut, do not go to Georgia. Right. That place is terrible. <laughs> I'm going to tell but, you right now. But anyway, uh, Florida. Uh, 
I will tell you, Wilmington had a large. Don't go to Wilmington. They get hurricanes. <laughs> well, they You're had coming a large down here, presence horrible. there, and they were kind of kicking our butt for a little bit. So you know, Wilmington I, was. Well, I mean, they had a very large presence there, and what no, they, if you're in Connecticut right now, do not go to Wilmington. That place so is infested. When they, what they have to offer that we don't have to offer here is their proximity to the beach, to the ocean. Wilmington, because yeah, you could live in Wilmington, Southport, whatever, and you could be to to an ocean. In a short amount of time. Let and me tell you something about that. No, proximity. Down, no, no I'll tell down. you. Let me, let me tell you something about that. It might be closer, you know, on the map. But if you get into that Wilmington traffic, it's going to take you four hours to get from downtown Wilmington out to the beach. You're going to pull your hair out. We have Emerald well, Isle you know, you're, right you're, out there. You're a half probably an hour away. right. And we talked about it. We talked about the fact that you'd be you at the beach tell in 45 people. minutes. We're a historic city. But a lot of them ask really pertinent questions. You know, they're looking for either gated communities, 55 and older. You know, it's it's the amenities they want but the first question they ask is taxes they want to know about the taxes how much are your taxes we don't have any taxes well in I'm, I'm telling you it was really interesting they were like jaw dropping i met this one couple and their taxes they have to pay a separate school tax and a, a property tax was thirteen thousand dollars and when i told them the same home the size square footage here in Newburn would cost them about two thousand dollars a year. They were like, I was "Give me, give me the Newburn information." I like, was talking to the, some retirees earlier this morning, and I said, "What's your major issue in in wanting to um, retire someplace?" And they said, "Depends." Depends. Get out of here. You're so bad. Depends. Well, anyway, we're going to have a great show. We're going to be going to co commercial here in a few minutes. We've got lots going on in the city. In the second hour, uh, second half hour, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in Newburn. Hold on to your seats, ladies and gentlemen, because our city's going to be ratchet, ra ratchet up here because there'll be an election next year. But get another cup of coffee. We're going to come right back, and we are going to have... And welcome back to City Talk with Sabrina and Lee. We're sitting here high atop the Omarks building on 94.1 W and BU. This morning, we have a treat of all treats. I've we been do. prepping them. We do. We have, um, if you're driving down uh, 17, if you're going down 17. And, and you see a lot of bulldozers and rubble or whatever. <laughs> it is, it is, I think we need to stop. We should have had like a funeral ceremony or something. So many people have been upset this week, Tommy. I'm thinking about getting one of those funeral wreaths and putting out in front You of know, I really, I really think you need to do that. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Tommy the one, Moore. the only Tommy Moore of Moore's Old Fashioned Barbecue. Uh, was that the actual name, Moore's Old Fashioned Barbecue? Moore's Old, old Time old Barbecue. Old Time Barbecue. Oh, That's right. what I it was. I just thought it was and Moore's. you know, this, I'm sorry, Tommy, but I'm just going to blow your head up a little bit That's right, right now. But, you know, this is a treat. Moore's has been such an institution in this community. I mean, I've been in Newburn now 37 years. And, you know, from the day I got here. I was introduced to Moore's Barbecue because it was a way of life. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I went packing back to my Yankee relatives in New York, um, my, my in-laws, the Bengals, would always say, you need to take some barbecue home with you. And my father-in-law would go over to Moore's, get his container of barbecue hush puppies, and I'd have to carry that stuff back to New York. So, I mean, it's traveled around the world, and we're, and we're glad to have you. Well, I'm, I'm glad to be here. And there's some neat little stories that I can tell. I'm going to relate one of them real quick. Uh, my brother Jim's a pharmacist here in town. And he packed up some barbecue and sent it to a friend of his out off of Seattle, Washington, a little Navy base called Oak Harbor. And the gentleman carried it to work, and he was heating it up in the microwave. And this young lady walks in. She says, boy, that really smells good. She said, that smells just like Moore's barbecue. And the guy says, what did you say? And she said, I said, that smells like Moore's barbecue. The guy says, it is Moore's barbecue. Says, How did you know? 
She said, I, I used to live in Newburn. I used to live in Newburn. I'd eat it all the time. And uh, I never could get hold of the little girl. She moved back here to Greenville in East North Carolina. And I was going to get her picture holding a plate of barbecue, and I was going to title it an aroma recognized across the country. Yeah, I mean, how awesome is that? But, you know, I, I want to go back and kind of step back in time and let people understand, you know, where you came from, how it all began, because Moore's wasn't always in the location it was in now. It really started downtown, and I'm not, I'm not exactly sure where. So talk to us a little bit about how your dad started the company, what, where it all came from. Well, I had to work off of my memory and the places that I knew of. Uh, I understand Dad had a place across the river uh, in a pecan grove there by the John Deere uh, tractor dealership. Uh, there was a little log cabin over there. He had a place over there. Uh, he had a place right in the Five Points area where the uh, Days Old Days Inn Hotel is located at. And then he uh, business got so good he left that location, moved up the street to the place that he called the Three Chimneys. Uh, he stayed there a number of years, and then he moved further out of town where Friday's 1890 restaurant is located at now and had a place there, and then he sold that place, and then he moved out by the Weyerhaeuser plant, then he sold that place, then we moved to the past current location where we were at for about 42 years. 42, so that's how long you've been out there. Yep. Okay. All right, see, I had some hard-hitting questions. Oh, I had, I did. And, and Tommy, and I'm going to put it to you like this. I know it's controversial. It's a Friday morning, but we're going to do it. <laughs> what is the origination of the word barbecue? Well, I believe it was a term that came from in the South, and I think it's pronounced barbecue. And I, from what I understand, the definition of that means from the head to the tail. Oh, and really? You were in the business that long? No. Barbecue <laughs> is a Jamaican word that means to cook things slowly. Oh, God, my Tommy. goodness. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> All right. One more question, then we'll get back to Sabrina. But I have to add the controversy here. Who, when and who first introduced the pig to North America? Um, would that be Mary Hamptonette? Oh, <laughs> Mary Hamptonette. <laughs> Marie Hamptonette. That is close. <laughs> that is close. Y'all, tell them the joke, please. <laughs> <laughs> Marie Hamptonette. <laughs> Off, <laughs> off with her head, right? Off with her pig. <laughs> all right, all right. Now you're okay. just making a Sorry. now you're making a joke of Sorry. these hard hitting facts. The folks at home want to know these things. <laughs> Hogs were first introduced to North America by DeSoto. You've taken all the fun out of it in right. 15, 1540. There's gonna be a quiz later. All right, back to you, Sabrina. <laughs> well, I just want to did, did did this really come out? Did your dad was he a farmer? I mean, most people who start barbecue places usually they've been farmers. They they had pigs and they made maybe their own barbecue or they made, you know, took care of the pigs for their families and then maybe tried to share some of it. So well, how did it all come I, I was telling Lee earlier that my dad, when he grew up, there was a family of about 11 and uh, his father didn't necessarily take care of his fatherly duties. So dad was hungry. And I think that's one of the main reasons why he went into the restaurant business. Uh, there was a little story about the first hog that he went to get. He borrowed $35 from Danny Stallings, his father, uh, grandfather. And he went to the country. He gave the farmer the $35. He shot the pig. The pig took off running across the hill and through the woods, and that light that went to future Moore's Barbecue. <laughs> but as... Hey, hold on. This pig now with the gunshot wound traveling through the through the forest. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Scandalous. <laughs> Scandalous. <laughs> so he, he had to go catch the thing, and he finally caught up with him, got him. Put him in the back of the car, carried him to town. You know, back then, they'd just take the back seat out of the car to use the car for a truck or whatever. And uh, he got the pig slaughtered. He managed to get it cooked. 
uh, he was so broke he would pay the cook for cooking the pig, and he beat it back around to his house Monday morning, borrowed the money back from the cook that he paid him with to go buy another pig, then he paid the cook back all his money that evening. And it was a touch-and-go situation there for a while. But what year would that be, you think? Uh, that was about 1945. Oh, oh right, so right yeah, while the war well, was yeah. yeah, really. So right that's a while ago. That was a good while ago. So you went out You went out on Highway 17. You've been out there for 42 years. And I have to say, it's probably one of the best-known businesses in New Bern. And, hey, you know, I tell it like it is. And, you know, I'm such a proponent of downtown. And, you know, my thing has always been you got to have tell a business it, downtown because you can't downtown. make it. Nobody can find you. The tourists <laughs> can't find you. But you are the testament to the fact that the tourists find you. You've got what they want. And it's all about destination, isn't it? Well, what I would tell a lot of the folks is start at the Pepsi-Cola store. Amen. Thank you. And go four <laughs> miles west down the same road. You'll be right behind the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's so I, awesome. I put a plug in for both of us. That, that, that's good. But over the years, you know, we, you've probably, so, you know, sold a million plates over there. Do you have any idea of how many plates of barbecue you've sold? There was too many people to count. I lost right. track. And, you know, it became a place where I would say the heart and soul of Newburn gathered on a regular basis because you could walk in there anytime. See and, anybody you know. You know, you'd see anybody you know, but you would also see the care as Nelson McDaniel would say the characters of Newburn. Oh, yeah. So they were always in there, and you always could get in a good, rousing conversation no matter when you came in there. And, of course, during election time, if you weren't seen at Moore's Barbecue, you didn't get the vote. Is yeah. that not true? That's true. Barbecue, <laughs> barbecue is a holy grail it uh, is, at, of the ele- at election time. Uh, yes, absolutely. And, and People you know, love to gather around it. Well, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, don't go to Moore's today because it's closed, I take it? Yeah, it is. And why did that happen, Tommy Moore? Yeah, talk a little bit about your well, decision to move into this next phase of your what life. What is the next phase? Well, I had been there for 42 years. Uh, the first few years working with my daddy were some of the hardest ones. And then uh, dad died about 26 years ago. And uh, I'm sure a lot of my friends probably would uh, like to say, yeah, I knew Tommy couldn't run it without his daddy after 26 years. But uh, but we made it. And, and you've uh, been doing it for 40 years? Uh 42 years. 42? 42. Uh, you, they've, they've been proven right. You can't hack it. Well, I actually cooked pigs for my dad when I was 13 years old at one time. And dad was a, an, he wasn't an unusual character for the time. He would just say, come on, we're going. There was no need to ask where or why. You just went. Uh, I said something to him one day, and he turned around and looked at me and said, what did you say, son? I said, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that is so true. I think that was most of the men, because my father-in-law was the same thing. He'd just say, Get your, get your jacket and let's go. Yeah, he'd let's tell go. that to Steve. Yeah. There was no uh, no descriptive. So so here's the deal. <laughs> a day in the life of uh, a week in the life of Tommy Moore when you had that barbecue. I imagine cooking barbecue is pretty easy. You get up, you go catch pig, <laughs> and you throw them in the microwave, and that's it, right? That's it. You push the button, you throw a little bit of sauce on them when you get through. Carry what, it out what did it take to run that place? I mean, just tell people what it took to run that place. Well, on an average, we cut up about two tons of cabbage a week. Uh, we cooked 3,000 pounds tons, of pork. Two tons, everybody. Two tons, tons of yeah. cabbage. Yeah. That's <laughs> a lot of cabbage <laughs> three or four thousand pounds of pig and uh yeah i had very very good help um they would come in and help us get the meat prepared i had a couple of folks larry and jamie they worked out back uh they would make the coleslaw and the barbecue so they took care of most of the preparation of that stuff and uh, we sold seafood also I didn't uh, know that. You sold seafood? Oh, yeah. A lot, fried of, shrimp, lot, lot of seafood. Fried I never, fish. You know did what? You I never had one of your fried shrimp because the pig was so good. Oh, yeah. It, it was good. And you did it over – you cooked over hardwood. You cooked over hardwood. Tell yeah, us about that. We would, we would use hickory and oak. And you, when that – a lot of people like to smoke meat right to start with, and it puts too much of a smoky flavor into it if you're not careful. 
but when the grease from the pigs drips on the coals, there's a little curl of smoke that goes up. And that seems to be where most of the flavor comes from, you know, from pigs that are cooked over wood. And uh, yeah, there was no shortage of customers. No, no, no. What you got to understand is Moore's Closing, it's more than just a restaurant. This has been a tradition that is that has been a way of life for Newburn. And, you know, the actual word buccaneer, pirates, buccaneers. Buccaneer is the same word. Go pirates. And that's why I brought it up. Buccaneer is, is synonymous to barbecuer. That's why how pirates got their name. It's the French version of barbecuer. So it's been around for centuries and centuries using using firewood going in there using mm-hmm. hardwood to smoke or to cook these pigs and it's and it's ending uh, well, why it's not really tell ending. us why and, well wait a second let's let's take a step back because really tommy you know it's it's a way of life but he he said at some point you say okay what's my next step you know and you want to be fair to the business you want to be you know you want to go out on top everybody always says you want to go out on top and what about fair to me and my father-in-law well, who love moors what about that does I, anybody I think about but, us but there's a, he didn't he didn't leave us high and dry did you tommy well and that was one of the biggest challenges it was a concern i had was the customers because over the years you develop so many friendships and relationships with people that you feel like you're kind of betraying your customers just a little bit. Uh, but I don't want to make you feel bad, but you have. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but at this at this point in time in life, you know, I'm 65 years old. I may not look that old. Uh, you're well-preserved. It must, it must yeah. be all that pig. It must be. Well, I figured the pig grease kept my joints all lubed up. Yeah. I, don't, I don't hurt much. And... Um, <laughs> And there was an opportunity that came along and presented itself, and it's not that unusual when you have a restaurant and somebody says, will you sell it, and what do you want for it? And then we came to an equitable agreement, and uh, and it's worked out well. Uh, the gentleman that purchased the place uh, just coincidentally happens to have the same last name, <laughs> and he's in the barbecue business. And uh, his name is David Moore, and he will do a fantastic job. And a lot of people say, well, it won't be the same, but things change all the time. And but David Moore, he takes care of his customers, he takes care of business, and he would do a fantastic job. And he was so smart that he even put in his contract that I have to come down there and help when he opens back up. Well, but you should because you are the face. Yes. And you know, I'm sure you, it, there's a difference between coming in and walking around and shaking people's hand yep. and being responsible for the whole deal. So yes. you will be, you know. Uh, a ton of weight taken off of your shoulders, but yet you can do what you do best, and that's your people person. And so you'll be in there talking to the people. But, you know, I, I think it's great. I do know, I, I know Mr. Moore. I know his wife and that I worked with her. She was in, you know, the hotel business. She went to, they first got here mm-hmm. to New Bern, and I worked with Michelle for several years, and what a great family. You know, they're real family people, kids, everything, and there's nobody who will do any better, I think, than David Moore. And I I guess what is upsetting to people today, and this is what, you know, we talked about that City Talk talks about what people are talking about in Newburn. Hard-hitting. Well, all week long, all anybody wanted to talk about Newburn was, have you seen they're tearing down Moore's Barbecue? <laughs> That's all anybody wanted to talk about. Did you go by there? The bulldozer there. People posting pictures on Facebook. And it's been really upsetting to people. So talk a little bit about why they did that, what's going to go in its place, and that it'll just, will it be bigger and better or? and what's it going to be called uh it will be called moore's, moore's old time Bar- barbecue yeah. name. It, it is <laughs> we, we worked out that that arrangement and since it is his name it's uh, totally logical uh he's going to try to preserve a lot of the history that we had there from moore's old time barbecue originally and from his family also because his family's been in the barbecue business for a years long time, yeah. and we're going to try to do everything we can to make the customers feel 
you know, comfortable to come in so they can enjoy having a nice, decent meal. And like I say, David will have me around there talking to the customers. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, people have asked me, says, are you going to disappear? Are you going to go off the face of the map? I said, oh, no. Oh, no. I said, he can't get rid of me that easy. He said, I'll just come in there for customers if I, if I have to. The I'll carefully guarded secret of your, and I'm going to go, I'm going to take a guess, the carefully guarded secret of your recipe. It's very intricate, very complex, I bet. <laughs> Let me go with um, tomatoes, first of all. No, no tomatoes. Why not tomatoes? People want to know why aren't Because the red sauce is the western part of the no, state. No, but yeah. there's a, Tell no, we were talking off there. If you'd gone to the pre-meeting, you would have known <laughs> why the, no. we, we were at the pre-meeting. You, you came in late. You didn't go to the pre-meeting, and now you missed this. So, and everybody at home, Tommy Moore, tell the folks once and for all, why not tomatoes? Well, this was a story I got from my dad. He said that folks used to think that tomatoes were poisonous. And the early settlers, when they came in to eastern North Carolina, uh, they came to the eastern part of the state, and a lot of them were, most of them were English settlers. And in England, a lot of times, they would have pewter plates that they would put tomatoes on. The acid from tomato would leach the lead out of the plate, and it would make the people sick, cause them to go into comas and all sorts of things. And so they theorized that the tomatoes were poisonous. So, in effect, when they came to eastern North Carolina, they used a vinegar base because they were scared of the tomato stuff. See? And of course, years, years later, they found out that tomatoes were not poisonous. All right, so this tomatoes are not poisonous is what you're saying. But why in the western part of the state they didn't know that? that Well. Nobody settled there because that's the difference in North Carolina barbecue. It took them a while to get to the middle part of the state. By that time, they had figured it out. Right, right. But, you know, there is that ongoing battle about, you know, western uh, North Carolina barbecue versus New You know, you go to Lexington and those places, and they want to talk about that that's North Carolina barbecue. Of course, we know that's not right. No, that's not right. That's (laughs) totally wrong. We started it here in the east. Amen. I I think... uh, I beg to differ. (laughs) We we use uh, that vinegar-based stuff, but one thing that helps out tremendously uh, with eastern barbecue is most places use the whole hog which contains that streak of lean streak of fat where the bacon comes from and it actually makes the barbecue taste a little bit sweet because um, there, there are other places and I was reading this in my history of barbecue that I pulled up for this no I have it right here in front I know because there's nothing else to do <laughs> well I have a law practice but they can suffer this is Tommy Moore's day sorry if you're in jail right now I'm not getting you out until we're done with this interview and okay. you're not listening to this because you're in jail anyway but no, a lot of some places only use the shoulders, um, and and they don't use the whole pig. And, well, and what's that? Well, and with that shoulder meat there, it doesn't have quite the same flavor as that whole hog. So my theory would be they like use a sweet uh, tomato base or even a mustard base in South Carolina, and that's where the flavor actually comes from that you get in that pig is the, the is the sauce they put on it. Right, it's not the meat itself. No. Where yours is the meat itself yeah, because it's, you it's use the, the whole hog, right? Yep. So how uh, much brown sugar do you put into your into your uh, well, sauce? Well, we sat down and calculated it one time, and we figured it was absolutely zero. Zero sugar added, and you know why that is, Sabrina? Belly meat that's sweet. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to put brown sugar in the barbecue. A lot of people will put brown sugar and put it in their vinegar sauce and use that to flavor the barbecue also. But, you know, when you eat at most barbecue places, whether from the east or the west, the food's always palatable. It's just a difference of people's preference a lot of times. I think well, it's what you grow up with, too, and yes, what you're used to yes. eating. And one thing I want to mention, Sabrina, you talked about being in Connecticut and uh, promoting you know, North Carolina and eastern North Carolina. Um, I saw many, many people come in the restaurant from all around the country. And I would uh, recognize they were not from New York, and I'd say, where are you from? they say, well, I'm from California, Florida, or Connecticut, you know, wherever. 
And I said, what are you doing in Newburn, North Carolina? Did you just throw a, you know, a dart at the map or something? And they said, no, we, we came to Newburn because we wanted to visit here. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you something. I said, I grew up here in Newburn, North Carolina, and I've been to other places, and I don't want to go anywhere else. I said, there's no place like Newburn, North Carolina. Well, I mentioned this at the retiree show. I mean, when you live in Newburn, where do you retire to? You don't. Yeah, you're here. You stay right here. We, we're here. We're in paradise already, so we don't we don't have to go anywhere. So, nope. you know, it, that was the interesting point. But there's so many people interested in this area and want to come to this area. But, you know, the, the biggest reason that people love this area, Tommy, is, is the people. Is the people. The people. And, you know, you're one of those people. And, you know, again, I'm going to blow your head up, but <laughs> okay. I don't know a time that I haven't seen you, met you, been around you, that you don't have a smile on your face. I don't think anybody... I've ever heard your name said in a bad sentence by anybody. And, you know, Lee and I experience that on a regular oh, basis. Know. But, you know, um, so, so it's re- it was so refreshing. Right, fair enough. And I, I, think enough. It's, I think it's really awesome that, you know, you are Newburn's you are Newburn's favorite citizen. If I had to give you a plaque today, I would give you a plaque that says Newburn's favorite citizen Tommy Moore because you love everybody everybody loves you you got a smile on your face you make people feel like they've lived here all their lives and that's important I think did you get that from your dad your mom I knew both of them so da- dad was he, he loved people and he my mom love people. loved people and uh and your sister loves people love her oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got a shout out to Pat McDaniel because let me tell you something that is the sweetest woman that I've ever met kind just like you kind you know smile on her face all the time so shout out yeah to why Pat. are you people always smiling <laughs> what, are, what are you hiding it's the pig <laughs> yeah it's gotta be the pig gotta be the pig well yeah we just love people people are interesting to talk to um I don't know, Lee, if you were going to go to the Guinness World Record thing there or not. Oh, I was going to bring that up. You're reading okay. my mind. Uh, the little news lady asked me one day, she said, Mr. Moore, she says, why in the world are you doing this Guinness World Record attempt? I said, well, initially, when I first made the decision to do it, I says, I wasn't thinking real clear at the time. I says, but once I made the decision to do that thing, my friends came out of the woodwork and said, what can we do to help? And that's when I realized why I was doing it. Newburn's not just about the bricks and the mortar, the asphalt and the concrete. That's a big part of it, but it's the people that live here, and that's what makes Newburn what it is. And uh, I wanted to bring as much light to shine upon our fair city as possible you know, during the 300th anniversary celebration that we had. And I couldn't think of a better way to do it than when they get us for a record event. And it was the most fantastic day, probably, and memorable day in my life. I remember, Beverly, Purdue was there. There was about – that park was filled up with everybody. It was – Oh, we've got one minute. <laughs> the, the Mayor Lee Bettis was there. Oh, yeah. That was, well, yeah, look, when we come back, we're going to get into – Tommy's yeah. going to tell us the story of the three little pigs right, that he killed Right, but I also – we will come back on the 300th because, boy, what a feat that was. And it's I want to talk a little bit how all that came together and how you got the world's largest barbecue sandwich going and what a day, great day that was. At, Tommy, uh, hold on. Before we go out, we got 30 seconds. Don't tell her. Uh, how big was that sandwich? It was so big. No, okay. no, no, no. How, how much did it weigh, Sabrina? Thousands of a thousand pounds. I don't know. I can't remember. Everybody knows it. Brad's drink, 1710, 1336. That's okay. how much it Awesome. All right, everybody. Another cup of coffee. Tommy Moore is in the house. We'll be right back. And we're back. In. Yeah, all right, everybody, we're back. And let me tell you why Lee's laughing, because I told him, <laughs> he looks pretty put together today. Usually he's kind of all over the place. His hair got a haircut. I said, man, you're looking good today. So he got it together. So, Hold hey, on. you can do it. Hold on. I was walking out the door, 
And Nicole goes, Nicole goes, you need to go take a shower. You look like a homeless man. It's like, baby. She looked like that all the time. That's what she she goes. She goes, you're going to see Tommy Moore. You were going to take a shower, and you're not going to look like a homeless man for Tommy Moore. And so, Nicole, it worked. Uh, unbelievable. Well, I want to welcome everybody back to 94.1 WMBU. WMBU. And um, we're also um, streaming live, so all the everybody out there, I'm sure my sister's listening, shout out to her, at talknewburn.net. Join us there on Facebook, on Twitter. Email us, get involved in the discussion, citytalk at talknewburn.net, or call us at 252-633-4243. And we've been having a awesome discussion today we're learning all sorts of stuff tomatoes are not poisonous right but we're talking to newborn citizen to the world uh tommy moore of moore's famous moore's barbecue and uh, tommy it's been we're having some great discussion this morning but you're going to tell us some more stories and you know a shout out to to david moore the the next generation of moore's barbecue i know he's listening to us this morning and david you know um i think newborn's behind you i'm gonna be if tommy moore is behind you we're behind you and we're gonna get out there and support you and make sure that you have another 40-some years of success. Oh, yeah. David's a fantastic guy, and he has uh, a tremendous uh, help, his wife, Michelle, and he is going to do everything he can to take care of that name, Moore's Old Time Barbecue. It's his name also, and he, David's a very astute businessman, and he knows how to take care of business, and he knows how to take care of his customers. He knows what they want. And, uh, we're do you know do what every- the timeline is for what you know? Okay, now they're tearing everything down, and you're going to go out this weekend and put the wreath, lay the wreath by there, right? Because everybody Wait. is so sad over the the bulldozing of Moore's Barbecue. But is there a timeline, and what do you think? Stop. <laughs> well, the uh, I, I think David's anticipating a, a reopening date in late June, uh, probably no later than you know the first week in July. And he is, uh, what he's doing now, he's refurbishing the place. You know, the place was getting kind of old. Refurbishing? He, he, to- he, he tore, tore it down. down. <laughs> well, he's going to leave part of it. And uh, Which part? The ground under the building? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that'll be there. Yeah. And also, too, so now he, he owns basically from Highway 17 back to Trent Road? From Highway 17 all the way back through to Trent Road. I think he's planning on having two drive-thrus. Awesome. Oh. He's having From a... either uh, way. Yeah, you can come in the back entrance, or go out of the front entrance, or either way. You can loop around the building. And uh, they do a fantastic job. They're really uh, focused on customer service with a good product at a fair price. And if you put those three things in combination anywhere right. with any business... You're, you'll make it. Absolutely. You'll make Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So hopefully by the end of June, we'll, people can be eating barbecue right in time for the summer barbecue season. Oh, and yeah. is he going to continue to support the community like you did? I know he was, you know, you were always out there with your truck. I mean, at the high school, wherever, selling barbecue sandwiches. Hopefully he's going to be well, out on the I, road. Yeah, I anticipate that he will do those things, and he has in the past. Right. Uh, you know, out of his uh, uh, own store that he had here in town. And... Uh, he is very civic-minded. He likes taking care of folks and helping folks. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know why we couldn't have been brothers, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, I guess I have to give a shout-out for the Fireman's Museum because I was involved with that for mm-hmm. a long time until the mayor and board decided to kick me off. But, um, you know, <laughs> hey, it is what it is. You know, whoever has the gold makes the rules, and I guess they got the gold. So, <laughs> But anyway, I, I, I want to thank you for – all the years that I worked here with you, you know, you made barbecue and blue jeans what it is today. That's probably one of the most successful fundraisers. You know, they pack, 
six, seven hundred plus people in that convention center every year, and it's because of your graciousness in working with us and and you know giving us a good price on the barbecue where we can make money to help that museum keep going. And I know you've had fun. Oh yeah, it, it, it's a blast, and uh, I'm always amazed. Uh, uh, Richard Blythe tells me says, uh, "I said how many tickets you got, Richard?" He said, oh, "We got five hundred. And then the morning of the event, he'd say, oh, we got 650 tickets. Says, can you take care of us? I said, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get it there. We'll feed them something. Yeah, <laughs> and we and it seems like it's more and more every year. Yeah. So it works out really good. And, you know, we made you an official fire chief. You got the hat. I, got, I mean, I we've we've really ratcheted oh, you got, up there. Oh, he got a, a hat yeah, in you his were, name you on were, a fire truck? Yeah, you know, you were the mayor then. I don't know that you were present that evening, but we did award him. Uh, he got actually got, you know, the fire chief's hat. He was named, uh, you know, an honorary did, did, fire did chief. Did Chief Astor give him that? He he did. I, the only <laughs> thing I asked for while I was mayor was a couple of things. One, don't put me in jail. Two, give me a hat. No, no, you asked for a fire truck, you got it, and then they took it away from you. Oh, so. right. I asked for three things. I asked right. for three things. Now, there may have been four. But I don't uh, remember is that going to continue? Are you guys going to continue to support the fire uh, museum? I, I, I've talked to David, and uh, I'm pretty sure we'll continue to do the barbecue and blue jeans thing, and I, I think the Rangers will be the same. Uh, but it, it was a blast doing that thing. David was down there this past uh uh, year uh, observing what we did and helping out. And in fact, he did a lot of the work. He helped move the food out of the kitchen, get it out on the line, and uh, it, it's just a lot of fun. It Tommy Moore, fun. your grandfather was a lawyer and also a judge. What <laughs> lawyer terms do you know? Um, he was a lawyer and judge? I didn't know that. Materia. Materia. I better not mention that word. Oh, all right. Never mind. <laughs> hey, look, I, got, I just got an email from one of our listeners, and he okay. said, Tommy, um, uh, do you have any pictures of the store when it was in Five Points? Um, the people who are trying to you know, bring back Five Points, they're trying to rebrand the community, and they need old pictures. Do you have any? Well, I have one picture, but it was not at the time when Daddy was there. The picture was probably taken 20 years before Daddy got there. Okay. Looked like a picture from the uh, late 30s, perhaps. Of Five Points. Of, well, of the would, Five Points Would you location. share that with me so I could get it to our listener? Because I know the Five Points, we'd make a copy of it or whatever oh, yeah, so ab- that we absolutely. can help them. So um, to my listener, Melvin, out there, uh, we're, we're going to try to get you some pictures. A good friend of mine, Ken Edwards, has um, some stuff that's been posted online from the Norman Kellum Collection. And I think that's where one of the, the photos may have come from. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, and Melvin, that's another thing. You do need to contact Norman Kellum. He's got an unbelievable collection of old Newburn pictures, and you might be able to find some Five Points pictures yep. there. Or in, you know, we're talking a little bit off the air about Newburn and we characters. Is there are there outstanding characters that you remember coming into your coming into your uh, into your store over the last forty two years? Like just some something memorable moments that come to your mind. Go, that was a, a Newburn character. Well, this is a little bit on on the downside. He wasn't a Newburn character, but uh, Henry Lee Lucas. Does anybody know that name? No. Serial killer. Oh, oh I was, okay. I was, <laughs> Sorry, and he ate barbecue. <laughs> he, he, he did. Henry but, Lee Lucas. Henry Lee Lucas. You should have known with the three names. Yeah, he had a he had a sleepy eye, and I, when I saw his pitch in the paper, I said that man's been in the barbecue place before. But uh, I tell you, over the years, though... Uh, Did he come into your shop? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he had a little incident around town here, and... Uh, <laughs> it was before my time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, how many pigs a week did you go through? We cooked about 30 to 35 hogs a week. What in the world, really? Yeah, yeah. People, people would eat it up. I mean, 35 hogs. Where'd you get those? Locally? Um, uh, Riverside Meats down in Trenton uh, provided a lot of the hogs. I got some from around uh, a couple places in Wilson, North Carolina. 
and uh, you just put in the order for them. And, of course, you have three different vendors trying to sell you hogs, and they'd say, what are you selling them? What are you paying for pigs this week? I said, oh, it depends what you're selling them for. I said, you tell me what the price is. I said, if your price is right, I'll buy them from you. Otherwise, I'm buying them from the other guy. And that price fluctuates. Yeah, it, it, it fluctuates. So. Yeah. And, and one thing I'd like to mention about the restaurant, too, over the years we did, uh, like Lee was saying, we had a variety of people come in there. And we always enjoyed seeing the Marines come in. Oh, and yeah. sometimes they'd be sitting in the back, you know, eight or ten of them. We'd just feed them. And we'd let those guys know how much we appreciated what they do for our country. And um, it, it's just fantastic. That was one of the good things about Tommy Moore's. He did. If you came in there, he'd be like, he'd, you know, he'd go, oh, we'll just feed you. Well, we'll just you feed know, you. It didn't matter. Again, another testament to how great Newburn is. Of course, at Baker's Kitchen, we do have a lot of military people coming in all the time. And the generosity of this community, I'll have people, you know, call us over and say, hey, I see a, a table of Marines here. Here's the money. Just pay for the Absolutely. Meal. And I think it's just pretty awesome that we are so in, in touch with our military here, and we really appreciate what they do for us and keeping us safe and everything like that. So that's another reason why we love Newburn and want to live here. But, you know, the interesting thing about your restaurant, you saw everything from coat and tie <laughs> to you know flip-flops and and you know holy jeans so know. you know so you had the gamut everybody loved to come in morris barbecue so you didn't discriminate did you no no no, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, my favorite bar barbecue it was during the 300th and it didn't have anything to, and i loved i loved the big yeah. the guinness sandwich but the mayor of burn was here and we we had you did the yep. you did the luncheon down here and he looks at me and goes what is this on my plate i said that's barbecue he said when I thought we were having the barbecue, I thought it was meat. It was going to be steaks. Yeah. I said, "That's." I said, "Well," and he goes, "What are these little things?" And I said, "Those are hush puppies." And I think hush puppies came about. What did they throw them a dog? I, I think they threw them to the dog and say, "Hush puppy." Is is that? I mean, really? Yeah. Is that? Is that all yeah. right, I did not make that up. Mm-mm, no. And so he came. You know, he got introduced to it. By the end, he loved the barbecue. Wasn't really wild about the hush puppies. Right. Right. Well, you know, I, I think it's uh, it's different. I know when I first came to North Carolina, and um, you, you're going to laugh at this, but I, I had started dating Steve, and he took me to a he told me I was going to a pig uh, to a barbecue to to eat barbecue at the fraternity house. So, being from New York, barbecue to us is hamburgers, hot dogs. You cook go on in, the you, grill. you yep. cook on the grill. Really, that's your line, Steve? No. So anyway, <laughs> that's we your go, big line. That's your big pickup line, to, Steve. We go to the fraternity <laughs> hey, house, and the there's that big house. cooker, barbecue. and they open it up, and I see this dead hog. pig cut in half, <laughs> split open, and then they get to it, and they start pulling the meat off its bones. I called my mother. I said, Mother, they are savages here in North Carolina. They were pulling the meat off the bones. I had never seen anything. It upset me so bad. I couldn't eat barbecue. It just, it, it was like, I guess my yankiness. I don't know what it was, but, it, you know, it was, you know, really, I didn't know what to think. When you think about that, growing up in some place where you're expecting one thing, and then you see something totally different, it was really very, I know you're laughing, but that was it. I guess I I'm lucky I'm still with Steve Bengal because I probably would have ran from that, you know. <laughs> he, was, he was like, hey, you want to come see my room? Yeah. No! What the hell's going to be up there? A serial killer. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, I think it's that's the north and south. But once you get here and you get caught up in the culture of what's here, oh, yeah. it becomes every day. But, but do let's talk about the 300th because you pulled off probably one of the biggest feats you know, to make our 300th, put us on the map that I've ever seen, and that was the world's largest, and you have a record, you have a statement that says it was 
the world's largest barbecue sandwich. So talk a little bit about how how you did that, what you had to do to, to get that, because it's an awesome story. Well, and again, like I said, I had a lot of help. And that was one thing that I uh, wanted to showcase was the, the people that helped me do that. It wasn't a single effort. Uh, I had all my employees in the restaurant who wanted to come, uh, help uh, put the barbecue and the coleslaw on the bun. I had a tremendous friend from Pottlesville named Glenn Snader, who is now deceased. Oh, I know. What a guy. Good guy. He, he, he designed the specially uh, made 10-foot uh, square oven. Yes, sir. He, he did. He had to engineer that thing to cook the bun in. Uh, the bun had to be large enough to put all that barbecue and coleslaw on. And uh, we started about a year and a half out. And the last year, six months or so, it took on a life of itself. And we had to take care of that baby and get that thing going. Even when I put the cooker downtown uh, at uh, Union Point Park, I used a special uh, uh, diatomaceous earth, I believe it's the name of the natural herbicide, to make sure ants did not crawl up the legs of the cooker during the night because we had to put the cooker down the night before. And uh, the health department worked with us. Uh, they were very uh, gracious and kind, and they wanted to make sure since we were giving it away, uh, and that was one thing I wanted to be able to do, too, is I wanted to be able to give the food away that was on that thing instead of just having a heavy sandwich so that whoever came to the event could be an actual participant and, and enjoy some of the event. Uh, we invited 15 Marines, I believe, that day, and we wanted to showcase those guys also and, uh, uh, you know, and give them a little bit of um Respect you know, for what they do for us. And I think you served them first, as, as I recall. Yes. We, we did. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Beverly Perdue, uh, our current governor at the time, uh, she served every one of those Marines and served some of the folks. And uh, she was most gracious of her, you know, to, to come help us celebrate that event also. And uh, so, we, how many know, pounds of barbecue did you have to put in that sandwich? Well, the actual barbecue itself was around, I think, 700 pounds. Uh, that counted as part of the weight. The coleslaw was part of the weight, and the bun itself was part of the weight. And my good friend, Garley Daniels, who uh, builds race car engines in Pamlico County, he loaned us his race car scales. And there was four of them, one under each leg, and they would give you an aggregate weight. I uh, had a friend named Philip Banks who was an auctioneer. He caught off the weight as we, you know, uh, dumped the uh, coleslaw and the barbecue on there. And uh, it, was, it was a terrific challenge. And, and I, but I had a lot awesome. of help, and everybody pulled together. It came through. And... Uh, we could have hired an adjudicator from Guinness to come that day, but it was rather expensive. I just said, we'll pack up the stuff and send it to London, England, and then they can just recognize what we did. Of course, uh, that's their headquarters right there in London. London, England. Sheriff Jerry Bennett, he helped us verify the weight. Uh, of course, Nelson McDaniel, our MC for the 300th anniversary uh, celebrations, uh, he was on hand. Uh, Mayor Bettis was there. And it we was just, all there. I mean, oh, yeah. you were in force. So it, it, it was just a fantastic time. You know, it, it was a fun day. It was sunny, bright, sunny. I'm looking forward to that. 1,336 pounds after it was weighed. Sabrina, did you know this? The bun included using 561 pounds of dough, 300 pounds of flour, 10 gallons of milk, and 17 gallons of water. Did you know that? And it cooked for uh, six and a half hours uh, at 300 degrees. Yeah. It was a challenge. These are the things people need to know about Tommy Moore. Hey, wh what are you going to do now, aside from going and, and hanging out at the new Moore's Barbecue, which is going to be great? Well, I've been so busy right lately for the last three weeks since, you know, we closed the restaurant that I don't know how I did have time to work. Uh, so many things to take care of. Um, politics? Are you going into politics? Now? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, 
My dad enjoyed politics, and he enjoyed helping people get elected, and that's something he just enjoyed doing. In fact, I believe um, he took Mrs. Beverly Purdue down to Pamico County and Carteret County. He introduced her to all his little country store friends when she was running for the House of Representatives. And, uh, uh, he, it, but he enjoyed it. He, he enjoyed doing that kind of stuff. It wasn't something he felt obligated to do. He just, he just enjoyed it. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it, but I, I figured after watching that presidential debate last night, you might want to go out for season two next year. Well, I think I, they're going to have another season of it. It's going so if, well. If I do that, I'm not going to get in the middle of two candidates. I'm going to get on one side or the other because you uh, can get beat up from both sides. Are you thinking about opening up another uh, barbecue store anywhere? Uh, again, David Moore's a smart fellow. Non-compete clause. No what? Bar no barbecue place for me. Uh, not in New Bern. No, not in New Bern. Oh, well, that's terrible. Could you, can you still cook at home? I can cook a shoulder in my oven at the house, and I, I wouldn't get in trouble. And what time are we eating tonight? Uh, well, I've got this really good sauce that we can put on that thing. It takes eight hours to cook it. You may have to wait and eat it tomorrow. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, Neil's holding up the one-minute thing? No, 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 no. Sabrina, Sabrina, all right. Sabrina, did you just get a text? Uh, yeah, I, and I wanted to know our, our, our good friend, uh, Chief Astor said, thank you for all the barbecue and tea you delivered to to the fire scenes at all the time. Oh. So you would bring, every time there was a fire, you would, uh, you know, uh, he said, delivered a many a barbecue sandwich and iced tea to, to structure fire. So, you know, I mean, again, that's you doing something good for the, for the community. We were glad to do it. The guys were hungry. They were thirsty. They were fighting to save property and lives. What little bit a thing was it for me to carry him some barbecue and Amen, and that's why you are a Newburn citizen to the world, and that's why. And uh, we're getting ready to go to break, and we'll be right back. And we are back, and boy, what a day this has been here on City Talk. We have Newburn citizen to the world, Tommy I'm go, Moore I'm to the universe, really to, to the universe, Tommy Moore. It's been a great day. Thank you to everybody. And you know, I got a I got a text, and um, I want I want to put this out there. Okay? okay, David Moore, I know you're listening. And you need to know that you've got some mighty big shoes to fill here in Newburn, And that's from all of Newburn because all of Newburn loves Tommy Moore. We love Moore's Barbecue. And we want to see that great tradition continue. But there is one, there is only one Tommy Moore. And we, uh, you know, I love you, Tommy. I'm so glad that you've been here. And, Lee, I'm going to let you do something. Really? That, that Finally I get to do that something. You didn't, you didn't do, you know, and, and you might not be the mayor today, but you were the mayor. You will always have that, that distinction. And I will always have the distinction of being an alderman. So between the two of us, I'm going to ask you to do something special and, and use your mayoral powers to do it. So what you're going to do? Oh, I, I will tell you, as what, what is today's date? Today is February 26th. From, from this day forward, from this day forward, we will know this day as Tommy Moore Day. That's right. I so. hereby proclaim, <laughs> given the powers of a past mayor and the <laughs> self-proclaimed slob, that this is, this is Tommy Moore's day. And it will go down in history. We will build a wall around this day and call it Tommy Moore's Day. So and this I proclaim uh, to the citizens. All right, simmer down. So anyway. You gave me the power. And I all did give you the power. So everybody who's, everybody who's listening. Do not you know, say happy. Today is Tommy, officially Tommy Moore's day. You know, if you see him, hug Tommy Moore today. And Oh, it is know, hug Tommy Moore day, too. Hug, hug Tommy Moore day. If you see him day. on the street, sorry, Chief Astor, nobody's going to be hugging you today. <laughs> They're going to be hugging Tommy Moore. And, you know, Tommy, last word. You get it. Oh, last word. 
Oh, it's just been fantastic. And like I say, the only thing I could do is extol the virtues of Newburn, North Carolina, the people that live here. Love Sabrina, Lee. Uh, you love everybody. I don't oh, know oh, anybody yeah. you don't love. Yeah, it's just uh, life is a little bit short. They need to get upset about things. You know, take no care need of to get upset, but we're Italian. We're it's part. <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> no, the, Italians need tomatoes. The poisonous tomatoes. We got to get our Maybe blood up. We got to declare things. We got to be speak with our hands. Yeah, it is. But, you know, Tommy, keep out there. You know, keep shaking those hands and come on down to the Pepsi store, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. If, you know, you've got some extra time on your hands, would love for you to come work down there one day. We, you know, Richard Blythe would love the backup. Oh, oh, yeah. So why don't you come? Because, you know, there's nothing better than saying, welcome to the birthplace of Pepsi, diet or regular. You know, I there mean, you, you know, so you could you could do that and, and talk about new. Say, do you want a bag of popcorn that's to go it, with it? That's I'll, it. So I hope you're going to come down and work with us a little bit. We'd love to have you down there. I'll, I'll come hang around. Okay. Well, I know you love to hang around at the Pepsi store. Richard Blythe loves you to hang around there too. So, you know, I, I think it's great. I want to thank you again for being with us today, um, Newburn. We're really lucky to have this great guy. You know, uh, in our community. How come when I done? walk into the Pepsi store, they just go, "Hey, welcome to the Pepsi store." Diet. Yeah. Diet. <laughs> Look at yourselves. <laughs> really, That's the way it is. So they but, can't say regular too, not just diet. To, to all our listeners out there, right. you know, um, next week we'll be back with talking about things going on in Newburn. You know, the uh, uh, the charter changes are in Raleigh right now, being reviewed by our legislative delegation. Uh, Lee and I are, are going through page by page. We are going to have some comment about that. We're also going to have some comment about all this stuff that's going on in Newburn. Like I said, hold on to your hats. It, you know, the, election the, year is next year, so you're going to see this board and this group of people try to do everything they can in the next year to let people oh, can I, can know I they're doing stuff. The mayor, we're going to discuss next week, and the mayor gave us some good, I mean, and this, this is really interesting. Uh, he described the difference between a good old boy and a redneck. We'll delve into that. Yeah, we'll Sabrina, do you know what that difference is, <laughs> according yeah, to the mayor? Trash. We're going to be trash, trash out the window trash or talking. putting it in the trash can. But thank you, everybody, to li for listening to today. Tommy Moore, thank you again for being with us. This has been a great day. It's always a great day in New Bern. And thank you for listening. And Lee and I will... Oh, we will see you on the sidewalk. We're going to see you on the sidewalk. So everybody have a great weekend. Get out and support Newburn. And I'm looking forward to my hugs from the girls. Okay, hugs. that's right. Hugs. <laughs> have a great day, everybody. Great day.